Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Love and Sexology 101, episode number seven, with host Coach K, 
and Grandma Riri, and I'm your announcer and moderator for the evening, some guy named Jay. And in this episode, we'll talk about age-appropriate sex talks with your children, talk about what age is appropriate to talk to them about these types of things, and then how to ease into it and how to talk to them and what you should say in, you know, the most effective way of going about it. Um, before I go any further, I'd like to give a shout-out. I'd like to give a shout-out to Poetic Expressions Online Boutique. You can check out the clothes at, you know, the women's clothes and accessories at www.poetic-expressions.com. That's how you, you know, how you check out the clothes and stuff. Uh, and don't spell the word hyphen. You just put one, all right? Poetic-expressions.com. And also visit our other sponsor, Love and Lust Lingerie. You know, when you when you're getting sexy with your, you know, with your other, you can put on the sexy undergarments from Love and Lust Lingerie, and that's Love in Lust Lingerie. That's with the letter N. Love in Lust Lingerie dot com. All right, enough of me plugging shit. Let me go ahead and bring on the hostesses. Let's start with the co-host, Grandma Riri. Hello, baby. I'm in the building. <laughs> yes, you are. You're you're in the building. Let's let's go ahead and throw some cheering on for you. I don't know whose building I'm in, but I'm in I'm in somebody's building. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Oh yeah. Definitely, definitely. All right, let's go on ahead and bring on Coach K. Uh, hello, good evening, good evening, everybody. So happy to be here oh, tonight. Good it's great to hear your voice. Absolutely, seemed like forever. <laughs> Don't it go? Yeah, it's just seven days, but it seems like a long time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, just can't can't get enough of the show. <laughs> no, I, and I'm so excited um, about the series and the diverseness of everything that we talk about, and the many people who we're able to start conversations with, and. It's just been a really good um, seven weeks now. It's been really good seven seven topics, seven weeks. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh. Good topics, good topics. Oh, Are we yeah. ready to dive and, and, and in? I don't know if you... uh-huh. Oh, my bad. I didn't mean to cut you off. I just wanted to say before you got it, before you started the topic, I just want to say that we'll start taking calls after Coach K does the, you know, the opening monologue. Uh, so if you're streaming from an or a third-party website or a link or anything like that, just give us a call at 929-477-3872 and then press 1, and we'll bring you on. If you're streaming from your phone already, all you have to do is just press 1, and we'll bring you on. And that's when we start taking calls. So uh, just press, you know, if you want to press 1 now, you can wait if you want to get in line first. But uh, we're not going to stay. We're not going to take calls until – after the you know the introduction of the topic and we get things going. All right, so let me pass the mic back to Coach K and Grandma Riri and take it away. 
Well, Grandma Riri, I am super excited about this specific topic, um, especially because this has been something that has been pulled out of schools, and it's um, one of those topics that a lot of parents are starting to kind of leave to chance and hoping that kids, Mm -hmm. and I don't know where they're supposed to figure this thing out, but hoping that kids kind of just figure it out. But tonight we are talking about age-appropriate sex conversation with your children, Um, when they start, Mm -hmm. when they stop, what you should talk about, and kind of everything around that entire Mm -hmm. being. Oh, oh, most definitely. This is a this is a a great topic, okay. And 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 this is something that I I talk about in my book, The Walls Around Me. I talk about it because this is something that I went through. When I was younger, my my parents are pastors, and they did not talk to me. They didn't teach us. This is something me and my sister were talking about earlier. They didn't teach us about sex, and and we were in the church the majority of the time, and so and so that's where the sex was going down at. That's where it was going down at, and because we didn't have the information, the proper information, to know what our body parts are and what's appropriate and what's not. I fell into, uh, uh, I, I got addicted to sex at an early age because I didn't know what I was doing. They didn't teach us about drugs and sex, and that, that was the first thing on my list. Sex, check. Drugs, check. I was in there. I was I was in it to win it, you know, because I was missed. I was not not even misinformed but uninformed. I didn't know mm-hmm. what a vagina was. I didn't know what the proper name for it was. All I know that it was burning, and I had to get, put my fire out. You know. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I know that's truth. right. That's the truth, and it's sad because. But I mean, I thank God for all my experiences. But it's sad uh-huh. that you know some children are going through that. They don't know that it's normal to feel uh, sexual. Feelings at an early age. Some children uh, are a little bit faster, you know, than other children. Some are slow at progressing. But having hormones is a human thing. It's not an adult thing. And speaking of that, um, just to kind of get the the ball rolling, because I know a lot of people, when we talk about sex-appropriate conversations, the mind automatically goes to the physical act of sex. So the reason why I wanted to bring this topic up tonight is I want parents um, and future parents and grandparents and aunts and uncles and everyone that's an adult to understand that when we talk about sex-appropriate conversations, I'm speaking about everything. Now, as even as early as toddler age, you know, one to two years old, um, when you're changing pampers, babies start to kind of feel on themselves because they know that it's something mm-hmm. there, and it's like, oh, what is that? Now, what mm-hmm. you should not do to a small child when they're placing their hands on their body parts is grab them up, startle them, and yell at them. That is an early sign of creating body shaming, and that is totally opposite of what you want to do and especially at that Mm -hmm. early of an age. At that Mm -hmm. early of an age, while you're changing um, pampers, if your child reaches for their genitalia, 
It is okay to gently move the hand over, use a wipe to clean them up, gently move the hand over just to put the next pamper on. But to startle a child and make them feel like their body parts are dirty, wrong, or they should not be able to explore their own self, mm-hmm. that begins um, a psyche within them that could be ongoing. So this is what we speak about when we're talking about um, appropriate conversations. Now, in that moment, because, you know, average person thinks a conversation is all verbal. We have verbal and nonverbal conversations. And so in this instance, we're talking about a nonverbal talk or conversation that you're engaging with your toddler. And that nonverbal mm-hmm. piece is making sure that we don't jerk and yell, but that we gently move over to just continue what you're doing. We're not going to focus on what they're doing. We're going to focus on I'm changing your pamper. Um, And that's, you know, Mm -hmm. the the earlier age. So we think about a child who's getting a little bit older. um, When you start to teach children, um, you know, where are your eyes? Where is your nose, your hands? We start to learn all of the quote-unquote normal parts of the body. Mm-hmm. You also want to be okay at a certain point, and I would even uh, recommend that it is done before the first time you send them into school. So we're talking about four or five, that if you're introducing mm-hmm other body parts, and you notice that your child is touching still their genitalia area, that you let them know what the name of that body part is and that we do keep it covered and to ourselves when we're out and about. Um, So not just teaching them what it is, but also making sure that we're teaching the boundaries that go around our private areas. Right. And Something that you said, you know, that you didn't know these names. Even as, a, you know, an older child, you were never given the appropriate name. So you were hearing this out in the street. So it's like mm-hmm. it's a shameful feeling that I feel stupid because I don't know that it's called a vagina, but other people are saying mm-hmm. this word because mm-hmm. your parents didn't give you that knowledge so that when you're out and you hear it, it's not a big thing. You confidently mm-hmm. know exactly what it is, and you can clearly say, you cannot see my vagina. It is my par- private area. You cannot touch right. my vagina. It's my private area because you know what it is, and boundaries have been set around it. Mm-hmm. And you got you got parents out there, you know, who don't feel comfortable, you know, talking about sex with their children. Uh, and you got to get you got to you got to be okay. Because you got to be okay with teaching them everything that they need to know. Because if you don't, the streets gonna teach them. They gonna learn at school. They gonna learn from a friend. They gonna learn going to the corner store. They gonna learn it. They gonna fit. They, you know, the world is going to teach them what you don't. So getting that comfortability at an early age with your child is so vital. Is so important to their sexual health. It, and and as far it and their mental well being, because if you oh, think about the shame that you know a child must feel when they're the only person in the room 
that doesn't know something or mm-hmm. they're not able to make an appropriate answer of no because they haven't been taught what that body part is, what their boundaries are. And so mm-hmm. this thing, it, it just keeps going. So it can become a shameful thing which plays on a child's mental well-being and can harm them moving forward. Mm-hmm. I believe that. I believe that. And and teaching them the proper names is so important. I think we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. Teaching mm-hmm. them the proper names for their parts so that, you know, I, 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 I read a story a couple of weeks ago where the the teacher, the child was coming into class and said, my uncle touched my cookie. Or my uncle asked me for some cookies. And mm-hmm. and the child kept telling the teacher, my uncle t- asked me for my cookie. And, you know, because the teacher didn't know what cookie meant to the child, she just assumed she talking about a cookie. And, and she right. wasn't. She was talking about her vagina. You know, and uh, come to find out a couple of weeks later, you know, her uncle was molesting her. He was touching her cookie and she was reaching out. But because she didn't have the proper information that everybody else had, you know, it, it threw a wrench in the game. You know, so you want to make sure that your child knows this is a vagina. This is mm-hmm. a penis. These mm-hmm. are the proper names to use for these parts. So if something went wrong, I can let you know what is really going on. And your child will feel comfortable coming to you and saying vagina and saying penis, you know? So I, I teach my children. I, 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 talk, I teach my children, you know, and, and at their age appropriate. At their age appropriateness, that's a new word I just made up. Uh, <laughs> at their age appropriateness, you know, I I have a I have a, uh, I have a sixteen year old, I have a thirteen year old, and I have an eight year old. And next week I have another. One. I, I just you know I push them out like mm-hmm. envelopes. <laughs> so everybody's at a different age, you know, and everybody has to be. Uh, informed for their age. So I talked to all of them about it. This is your penis. Make sure it's clean. Pull that skin back. That's a topic for another show. Well, and actually, uh, to be honest, that's a part of the sexual conversations um, because, again, when we say sex-appropriate conversations, we're not just talking about the physical act. So you're absolutely right. Teaching your, your children to properly clean themselves because mm-hmm. when they go to school, you know, think about a little girl who doesn't know she needs to wipe from front to back, and she's wiping back mm-hmm. to front, and she's introducing bacteria into her vagina, and now she's mm-hmm. saying, oh, my gosh, you know, something, I, I, I don't, you know, yeast or BV or any kind of infection she may get in her um, mm-hmm. private area, that's all mm-hmm. around sex and sexuality, so those conversations are necessary as well. How to properly clean yourself, how to properly wipe yourself. You know, um, oh, yeah. when you when menstruation starts, how to properly dispose of the products that you use. Mm-hmm. All of those conversations fall into alignment 
um, because when we start the menstruation, you know, this is the time mm-hmm. where we more apt to be able to become pregnant. So now you have to have those conversations. But before a child mm-hmm. goes into any public setting, that they're going to be long terms without you around other children, it is extremely important mm-hmm. to me, in my opinion, that they are armed with age-appropriate knowledge to be able to withhold their boundaries while they're there and to be able to Mm -hmm. inform an adult if something should happen that that they feel is inappropriate because it doesn't need to be inappropriate to us. If that child feels like someone violated their space by touching their shoulder, then that needs to be addressed because that is that child's boundary. And we have to be mm-hmm. okay with respecting, teaching, and honoring children's boundaries. That's right. <clears throat> or you, uh, you end up with a couple of Menendez brothers, you know. Right. It, you, 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 you got to be, you know, it's, I've been having children for, for a long time. And one thing that I've learned about children is they're little adults. They just grow, you know, their children growing into adults, and they, they have feelings, you know. They have, they're just like us. They're just little. You know, they have the same feelings that we have. They have the same, uh, uh, sometimes same thoughts that we have, and you have to deal with them accordingly and according to their age. And, you know, okay. they're very, children are very, very smart, you know. And, and, and uh, they're, they're little people, but we want to remember that while they have the same thoughts and the same feelings as us, they're not mature enough to understand and Mm -hmm. execute them appropriately. And the reason why I say that um, is because I always want to be very careful when we pronounce, you know, children as little adults because of how many 13, 14, 15-year-olds. Now, they have a good head on their shoulders, right? They they know right from wrong. They know, mm-hmm. you know, what they want, what they don't want, but they don't have the maturity to make solid decisions. And that's how we have the cases like in the whole R. Kelly thing where he's 19 and he got a 14-year-old girlfriend because she feels like, well, I am, I know what I want. And this is what I want. Well, no, I want to be with this 19-year-old. Huh? No. The devil is alive. <laughs> right. Well, that's what I'm saying. We have to we have to be extremely cautious because, you know, we scold our children on mm-hmm. not knowing certain things or not um, acting a certain way or not remembering certain behaviors. But we will mm-hmm. look at a grown man or our partner and let them – get away with something over and over and over and over and over. And they're supposed to have the maturity to be able to mm-hmm. understand and recognize. So I I hear people say sometimes, you know, well, you know, children are just small adults. Yes, they're little people. They just don't have the mental capacity to understand that that is not something that they should go. This 14-year-old should not be with this 18, 19, 20, 21-year-old because no, 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 no. Uh, you know, I I didn't when I said that they're little adults. You know, I didn't mean on the mental half. They they had no idea. 
on the mental health, but that's where <laughs> the parents, the grandparents, the aunties, the uncles, the cousins come come in at because it does take a village. You it know, does, and you have to screen your village. Oh, you definitely, that's especially the family members, especially yeah. the family members, because I, I got a couple family members I will never leave my children with. Yeah, you know, you, we we always see the saying it takes a village, but um, parents, please screen your village because every mm-hmm. adult does not mean your child well, and if mm-hmm. your child is acting out or is um, trying to tell you that they don't want to go somewhere and you mm-hmm. know you have not had any type of sex-appropriate conversation with them, it is time mm-hmm. that you sit down, ask an open-ended question, and you find out what is going on. Screen mm-hmm. your village. That is, if mm-hmm. I don't, if you don't take anything away from this tonight, screen your village. Screen you your know village. that Uncle Johnny was kind of funny acting when you were growing up. You're definitely not going to leave your child behind with Uncle Johnny just because he's retired and he can keep her all day long. Be cautious. Oh. And and definitely teach uh, teach your children the boundaries that they have. Teach your children when you give them a bath, you want to when you're washing them, you should at a certain age be showing them how to clean themselves um, to the point where they understand that no one should be touching you inappropriately in this private area. This is your penis. This is your vagina. These are your breasts that are coming in. Um, and no one else should be washing you or touching you in these areas, and that's why I'm teaching you how to do it so that no one else does it. So Mm -hmm. those are those conversations that you can drop in, and that's not to say do it every day. Don't go scaring the kids by talking sex to them every other third day because then it becomes Mm -hmm. something that they want to ignore (laughs) versus listening. Um, Mm -hmm. So make sure that it's it's done at opportune times. Now, we talked about toddlers, you know, elementary age, middle school, high school. Let's think on the other spectrum. When do you stop having sex, um, age-appropriate sex conversation with your children? What do you think, Grandma Remy? When You said when do you stop? Mm-hmm. Oh, never. Perfect. That is exactly right. Y'all heard that said again for the people in the back. I said never. You never stop having age-appropriate sex conversation with your children because your child will need your guidance as they go out into the world. We have grown Adults are kidnapped, sold into sex slavery, mm-hmm. beaten. We have college mm-hmm. children who are in situations where they're not comfortable saying no. They don't understand boundaries. They still need mm-hmm. that vote of confidence from us as parents so mm-hmm. that they understand why they're in college that saying no is okay. Having boundaries mm-hmm. is okay. Giving them 
clues as to, well, this friend of yours sounds like that they're not all for you and maybe they're trying to get you to do things that you should not be doing. Maybe you ought to take mm-hmm. a step back from them right. so they don't stop. Let's think about the children. They'll always need your guidance, especially because sex is not staying the same. Sex Sex is not the same as it used to be 10, 20 years ago. Sex is always evolving, just like Mm -hmm. we're always evolving. You have all different type of people that are into all different type of sex now. You know, so you always have to stay with the times of sex to to be able to talk to your children because there's all types of different stuff out here. And, and just like anything else, sex can become a drug, you know. It's not used properly. So, yeah. yes, it's, it's very important to never stop talking to them about it. And let's think about your... 25-year-old daughter or even 30-year-old daughter who maybe have gotten married and she come to you because her husband is raping her. She's clearly saying mm-hmm. no, but he's grabbing her up anyway. Like that that's why it doesn't stop. Those conversations don't stop. You making help and guide her um, and, and even have a conversation with him because he may have never received conversations from his parents to let him know that consent is the name of the game. Mutual consent mm-hmm. to have sex is extremely important and necessary. I don't care what the relationship is. Marriage does not give a pass to take and rape. So that's why they don't, okay. those conversations don't stop. Well, that's yeah, no. Oh, yes. Oh, so, yes. Let's, uh... Oh, Grandma Ruby, get that in right quick before we take some calls. No, uh, no, go ahead because it, it'll be never ending. <laughs> All right. I've been talking to All right. <laughs> All right. Well, um, well, callers, if you want to add something to it, you can go ahead and do that, uh, and also you can call in as anonymous. You know, if you if you got a story you want to share, an experience, and you know you don't want people to know who you are, just definitely call up and and change your name, whatever you want to do. Uh, that number to call if you're calling from a link, an app, a third party website, or any other place to stream the the the, the show, but you don't have the number in front of you. That number is nine two nine four seven seven. 3872 and then press 1. Again, that number is 929 477 3872 and then press 1. If you're streaming from your phone already, all you have to do is just press 1. So if you if you if you dial the number and you're streaming from your phone, just press 1 and you can call up and join the discussion. Also, you don't have to stick to the discussion. If you have some questions for Coach K, you know, or you even want to say something to Grandma Riri, you're welcome to do that. You know, you just want to say, hey, it's a great show, and then hang up. You're welcome to do that, too. Uh, so whatever you want to do, uh, you're welcome to call in. You know, as you do, I know a lot of y'all are streaming and all the stuff like that, but uh, this is an interactive show. So, you know, we can't do this without you. 
So definitely call in and, and, and tell us what you think. If you have any questions about previous topics and you didn't get to get on the last week or the week before, now's the time to do it. So uh, talk to Coach K, talk to Grandma Riri. They're, they're open. Let's do this. Press 1. All right, now I'll pass the mic back to you all. <laughs> what were you going to say, Grandma Riri? Uh, the importance of uh, teaching your children about good touch and bad touch, I think, is a... Uh, is 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 one of the tools that I use, good touch, bad touch, so that they can learn these boundaries and 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 know when someone is violating their space. Mm-hmm. At what age? At what age should you teach them good touch, bad touch? Is it two, three? Based on their maturity level and every child matures differently, I would say take Mm -hmm. your cues from that. Um, But around the age between two to four um, and even up to five, again, based on the maturity level, you would want to teach the good touch, bad touch. And the reason why you want to teach it so young is because, you know, when you first teach, there's probably going to be that kid that every bad touch, they're, they're bad touching me so that you can talk them through it. You know, I understand that Robbie touched you on your knee and you did not like that Robbie touched you on your knee. Um, and you can let them know, please don't touch you on your knee. But being able to guide them so that when they are at a full maturity point to understand the full realm of boundaries and body, They pretty much got it. They got it down to a science. So we don't want to wait until you're sitting and watching TV, um, because I know you said that, you know, it's out in the world. It is everywhere. If your Mm -hmm. child is old enough to pick up your phone or you bought them a tablet, which I see people buying their tablets for five-year-olds, if they are old enough to work that tablet, they're probably on YouTube. And uh-huh. everything that you see on adult TV nowadays is mm-hmm. also on YouTube. So these children mm-hmm. are seeing images and video clips of things that their little immature minds cannot grasp mm-hmm. or understand. So when you That's can right. give them really small pieces of understanding, then A, you need to try to restrict that um, YouTube channel to the the kids mode. Um, but B, they know that, okay, this is not something that I need to be watching. Let me go on to the next. Or I understand what that is. Mm-hmm. That's not something I, I want to watch. Or they may feel comfortable coming to you and say, mom, look, or dad, look, this is what I just saw. And you can choose based on their maturity level and what it is that they saw to have the conversation of what it is or not. Right. I I I I, per, I personally think that is you know you have to limit access to a lot of stuff from your children, especially this day and time because they they have too much freedom with with uh, different sexual nature, you know, 
on that's accessible easily to the children. So you have to monitor your children. Right now, my children are banned from YouTube. They can't even go on YouTube because it's so much on there that I'm on there, okay? That's what I have. I'm on there. So I don't, it's, it's, a, it's a lot of things that, you know, I don't, I don't want them seeing age appropriateness, okay? It's not appropriate. I don't want you seeing it. You need to have your brain focused on more important things like washing the dishes. That's so important. Cleaning your behind right. You know, not all, all the riffraff that's on, on, the, on the Internet. There's a lot of good things on the Internet, but it's a lot of harmful things on the Internet. So monitor monitor your children. Know what they're doing. Uh, uh, you know, I sneak in their bedroom at night. You know, I, I, I pray over them, you know. And I do the best I can as a parent. Now you, you don't know, no, no, uh, no parent manual comes out of any vagina I've ever seen. So right. if you're not always gonna get it, you're not gonna get it right the first time. You might not get it right the second time. But stay on top of your kids and monitor what they're doing. You'll get it. You know, parenting ain't easy. Being a child ain't easy. But if you, you, you know, if you stay on top of your children and you and you care about what what uh, you find out what they care about and you and you you give them that you use that as a tool. This is what you like right now. My my seven year old said he want to play guitar for the church. All right, we're going to get you a guitar because I want you to have something that's going to occupy your mind, that's going to keep you interested and not going to have you doing things you shouldn't do. That is very well said and absolutely right. Um, And so there's always going to be a great debate on just kind of blocking the kids from one thing versus not because you have the parents that are, you know, I'm working so much. I can't, you know, that's simply just, like you said, there's no manual. And some people recognize they just don't know how to parent. So they just stick them in front of the uh, TV set. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. if you're going to be that parent, then you have to be open and okay with having those uh, age appropriate sex conversations. And for anyone that's listening that they want to have those age-appropriate sex conversations, but they're not sure how to do so, that is something that I do help families with. And, in fact, I'll mm-hmm. be uploading some um, some free videos to my case um, School of Love, which has little small videos that you can show your children about how to clean themselves properly, how to dispose of um, sanitary napkins properly, you know, how to have those boundary conversations because I want to be able to be a resource for as many. Please. Yeah. Please call in because we got a lot of thinking adults. (laughs) We got a a lot. We got to just tell the truth. Please listen. Call call in the Coach K School because there's a lot of adults out here who yet have to learn how to properly clean themselves. I'm going to just keep it real. And it's it's the truth. And and the crazy thing is, while they weren't taught properly as children, 
as adults, there's not many people that are strong enough to look at them and say, you stink. Do you clean mm-hmm. your testicles? Do you, if they're mm-hmm. not circumcised, mm-hmm. do you pull the foreskin back and clean inside? For the females, mm-hmm. do you clean inside the labia majora and the um, mm-hmm. minora? Do you clean from, do you wipe from front to back versus the other way around? You know, Preach. It, it's so many things that I know that adults may feel shameful about. And so no one will tell them, but I'm okay with being a free resource to have those videos. Um, and if you want to put together a two or three week program for your children, say that you run a children's group or you have a, a team, maybe a cheerleading team to have a little quick program for those children to go through to help teach boundaries, teach you know, how to properly care for themselves, um, the mm-hmm. proper names for the their anatomy, how to say mm-hmm. no without feeling guilty, definitely reach out to me, and I can put that program together. It can be live or it can be completely online where they can access it at home with their parent um, and work through the different modules together. That's my goal is to ensure that our children are informed and parents because our parents need help too. They don't know what to Mm -hmm. do, and I'm happy to be that person to help them. Awesome. That's awesome. Uh, I have a a family member that uh, learned at an early age that, you know, they they were gay. And at first, I didn't know how to deal with it. I'm going to be honest with you, because I was not informed, you know. And and, and after, uh, after we talked about it, I was, I was uh, able to understand a bit better about, and, 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 and the, 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 the person is a teenager. And so at first, I wasn't trying to hear it, you know. And and as a parent, you live and you experience, and you it's it's a trial basis basically. You just going sometimes by the skin of your nose. You don't know what's going on. But please, don't don't uh, don't mistreat your child because you don't understand what they're going through sexually. Don't block them out. Be open to. Uh, to your child, just be open, you know, and honest. Yeah. That's the biggest thing because if you, if a child catch you in a lie, it's, it's pretty much over for you as a parent. You don't want the child to catch you in a lie because they ain't gonna never believe nothing you say. So be honest, be open, and and be open. You gotta be open minded with your children these days, you know. So we absolutely and. Do. That's awesome because these these it's, it's a lot of people who don't know how to properly wash themselves and bathe themselves, and it starts as a child. And if you don't learn as a child, you you are forced to go into adulthood that way. So that that that's a that's great, Coach K school. That's 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 going to be something great. 
Yeah, I'm very excited to be a resource for as many that I can be a resource for um, because I know that it's, it's, it's a necessary thing. I know it's a touchy subject. There are plenty of parents right now that say, I'm not having that conversation. I want you to think back to your own childhood and the mm-hmm. information that you were not given mm-hmm. by your parents what you learn out in the streets or in the schools mm-hmm. and or at church. what you or at, oh gracious, especially at church. And mm-hmm. how you felt when you finally came to the realization of, of the actual facts. And let's not do that to our children. Let's not continue mm-hmm. that broken cycle of withholding mm-hmm. valuable information from our children. Let's keep them well-informed. If they know what Mm -hmm. their eyes, ears, and nose is, they absolutely should know at at the appropriate age what their vagina, penis, and breast, and butt, what they are. Um, And that, Mm -hmm. you know, someone's sexual organs should not be placed in their mouth when they're children. Because that's another way that some pedophiles are kind of getting away with this whole um, act on children is where they're not, having sex with them and that's why I'm I'm very big of when I say sex appropriate talk I'm not just talking about the physical act of sex because our predators are learning how to get around that by using other methods Mm -hmm. so being able to teach them the appropriateness of what um, their body parts should and should not do who should and should not touch them the boundaries Mm -hmm. of their bodies which should never be placed in their mouth they should never be putting their hands on other people in ways mm-hmm. that that other person doesn't want. I'll tell my son all the time, no, we don't just walk up and hug people unless they want to be hugged. Because consent starts at early ages. Teaching consent mm-hmm. is extremely important. That's Any fair. unwanted touch is battery. So then you get into legal actions. Right. And you know that the system is quick to try to lock up these children. So just inform our children. Right. Right. In 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 my family, a lot of people in my family don't like being touched. Uh, you know, even hugs and kisses, you know. And I don't care what they be talking about. I'm gonna get my love either way. I'm gonna get my hugs and my kisses. I don't. I, yeah, I. I ain't trying to hear. I. 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 I miss you. I love you. But that's 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 me and my family. But don't do that. Don't be like Grandma Riri. Please respect people's boundaries, <laughs> especially family. I don't care. I don't care. Listen, I, I, you're gonna get this work, okay? You're gonna get my love, and I'm always, you know, as an adult, I've gotten closer to my family, you know, and it's and it's like. Uh, we like we like big kids, you know, but we understand that we understand each other that this is it's all in good fun, but as an adult, you know as a matured adult, I can understand that now, but young as when I was younger i you know it's not okay for uh I didn't want to be touched. I understood. I didn't understand it then. I understand it now. I didn't want to be touched. It felt weird to feel somebody else touching me, you know, and and that's okay. 
that's okay, you know, but it's good to know your boundaries because not just children, adults, you think to have boundaries too with your family members that's crossing the line and going too far. You need to know that it's okay to say no to family members as well as strangers. You know, it's, it's a lot of adults who, who have a problem saying no. I don't want to hurt nobody's feelings. I don't, mm-hmm. you know, I don't feel, uh, you know, I don't. And, and, and that comes from not uh, being taught that as a child. That it's okay to, to, to tell somebody, no, I don't feel like being touched or please don't touch me or that makes me uncomfortable. You got to be okay with that as a child so that you can go into a healthy adult, uh, have, having healthy adult relationships and being able to say no. You know, absolutely. We don't want to, uh, and I'm glad you brought that up. You know, and then gave the disclaimer to make sure that we don't just go hugging on people. But parents, stop forcing your children to go and hug other people. If those children are not comfortable putting their hands on or being held by other people, okay, mm-hmm. to tell them that they need to address an adult appropriately with hello goodbye, yes, sir, yes, ma'am, when they're coming into a place. Mm -hmm. But please stop forcing them to receive and give touches to other adults if that is not what Mm -hmm. they're comfortable doing. And especially if you have not had those conversations with them that you should about boundaries. Yeah, especially if they don't know them. If you know them and the child don't know them or don't remember them, don't. Don't make them give them a hug. You know, I don't know them. That's okay. I know them. Yeah, well, I don't. So right. I don't want. I don't want them touching me. <laughs> I don't. I mean, respectfully, you know. But yeah, yeah. Everyone yeah. has. Everyone should have boundaries, and and feel comfortable with letting people know that I have boundaries, even if it's it's your child. Don't count them out because they're small people, you know. Absolutely. That's one thing. I I don't force my children to touch or be touched by anyone, but you will speak. Right. Oh, you got to give respect. Oh, yeah. I'm not sure. And, uh, oh, yeah, well, let's go ahead. uh, What were you about to say, Coach K, before we take these calls? I was going to say that's what I was gonna say. I'm not sure if we got some calls coming in. <laughs> all right. Well, we got one now. Uh, and for the rest of you all, I know y'all listening. Don't be afraid. I know this is a touchy subject. You know. You, so if you're if you like the subject, but you want to talk about something else right quick, you're welcome to do that. So uh, you know, I know it's 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 kind of a you know a touchy sensitive topic, and I, I know a lot of us, are, you know, a lot of adults out here that uh, that you know, know of people or or they, or they themselves have experienced something in their past and you it's just not something you want to go down, that's fine. You can bring up some other topics right quick. Coach K is, is there to answer questions. So, uh, so again, that number is 929-477-3872 and then press 1. All right, let's take this caller. Caller in the 470-458, you're on the air. Who is this? This is Ida Hudson. Jonathan, how are you? Hi, Kay. Hey, Grandma Riri. Hey, Ida Hudson. 
Yes, yes. I want to speak. I've been listening from the start, and I think we as women need to set higher standards for our daughters because our daughters are the ones that's having these babies. Our daughters are the ones that's going to have to raise these babies. Our daughters are the ones that's going to teach them values and respect and how to clean their bodies and to how to be ladies. And the way we raise our daughters is the way our daughters are going to raise their children. Our daughters bring Mm -hmm. all these men around their children because they see us do it. And me, I raised two daughters and two sons. And then I had an older daughter that stayed with her dad. So it was three daughters total and two sons that were mine. And I had their dad. All of them had the same dad. My oldest daughter, her dad passed when she was young. So my other four children, dad became her dad at an early age. Therefore, it was him. He died when he was 39 years old. And then I met this other guy, and he helped me raise my children for 17 years. It was him and my children. I never brought another man in my house. My daughters are at home with their husbands raising their daughters at home. They don't bring the men around their children We as women have to set the standards for our daughters. We have to do better and for our children and our grandchildren to be protected. It starts with us. That's my opinion. You are absolutely right. Lead by example because not all children will break that cycle. We're all not geared that way. Um, so you are absolutely right. Children mimic what they see, and especially when they don't understand and you're not having conversations with them. Mm-hmm. You know, when my kids was growing up, we had this thing on Wednesday called Family Night. I would let my children openly speak. Jonathan, you met Dennis. My kids, they was allowed to express themselves openly. If they had to use a cuss word, I allowed them to do that. Because as adults, we use those words. And earlier in the conversation, someone said they are little people. And I had tears in my eyes. All my children's life and my grandchildren now, they are little people. They're going to become adults one day. And we have to treat them in that manner. I mean, that was the realest thing I done heard throughout the whole conversation. They are little people. That's a good good point that you made. Um, I still will caution people of treating children with a certain maturity level too mature for their their time and their being. And I think it's great to have when you're able to give your children an open platform because I absolutely agree that we need to be able to respect children. Children should be able to command the same respect that we expect them to give to other adults. It has right. to be. Otherwise, we stifle what they expect growing up. Right. That's so true. And that's that that goes along with the uh the uh the revolving door, the cycle of uh this is what I see, so this is what I do. But even still in the situations where you raise your child upright 
and you teach them right from wrong, and they still go astray, and they still, uh, you know, they 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 outside of what you want them to do. It's it's all right. Some some people, you know, learn. It takes them a while to learn right from wrong. It took me a while, but once you learn better, you do better. You know, and uh, it's it's a lot of women out here who have not been guided as children themselves. And like I said, it starts when you're a child. It don't, it don't start with uh, bad hygiene as an adult. You know, you don't all of a sudden just say some, most of those will say, oh, today I'm just not going to bathe. Or today, you know, I'm just not going to uh, do anything as far as uh, healthy living for myself. It starts as a child. And 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 especially with the boys, especially with the boys, you got to teach them how to clean themselves correctly. They, they all these different diseases they can get, especially if they uncircumcised. You know, they can get these different diseases in their penis and stuff like that. And 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 as far as the children, uh, as the women bringing all these different men around their children is the biggest mistake I feel like one of the biggest mistakes you can make as a parent definitely you want to limit the people whether it's male or female because these days women molest children as well as men I'm gonna just keep it real you know you have to know who's around your child and don't in the most the the less is better. Less is definitely better because you only got a set of eyes. You can't keep your eyes on everybody that's around your children if you got all these different people around your children. You can't watch everybody, you know. So it is so important. Yes, we need to do better. We need to step up and do better because you, if you plan on having all these uh these all these men, they finna be your boyfriend. You're not, you somebody. can't be, you, know, you can't be that likable. And all these men's going to be your boyfriend that you got around your your children, your children. That goes for the the little girls and the little boys. You you can't just be letting folks just lollygag around your children. All these different spirits. No, Mm-mm. you can't. Mm-mm. You got to monitor families, strangers, the grocery store clerk, the bus matron. The person crossing them across the street. You gotta, you gotta be mindful. You gotta watch people. People are dangerous these days. You know, you gotta watch mm-hmm. people around you. Yes, I appreciate you bringing that topic up. It's absolutely necessary. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. You're welcome. You're welcome. You know, I'm a child advocate, and in my area. When my children was growing up, me and several ministers used to do sack lunches during the summertime, and we would take the children to Bible study. And I raised my children in a housing project for eight years. But I was so rooted in God and my faith, we would go to Mm -hmm. church, and the church van would pick me and the children up. And I was praising, you know, doing so much for the community. The church van would have to come back three more times. It would come four times on Sunday in the project to pick up mm-hmm. the children. We had all the children going to church. 
<laughs> I mean, it's just like if you put some things into him, like now I see one. I taught him how to read out here, tutor. He has a stable job. He has a daughter. He's getting ready to get married. And he said, I sure do appreciate all them talks <clears throat> we had. It, it was worth mm. it. If we can get one, it'd it be worth it. So we have to step up as women. It really starts with us. We we always saying we got to do this and we have to do that. Sometimes we as women just have to step out on faith. We pray about it and we say, God, lead us in the right direction. And we're just going through mm-hmm. the community and we start talking to the youth. We see that need some help. You can tell who needs some help. And a good word right. goes a long ways. And then they open up to us. And that's how we start saving our children. Sometimes we have to not do what their moms do. And we have to sort of sidetrack them without, you know, disrespecting their mama. But we have to teach mm-hmm. them ourselves because she's not going to because she don't know how. Uh-huh. It takes I've done that with little girls, you know. It takes a village. It does, and sometimes we just have to choose our words carefully. That's how we prevent our 13-year-olds. I've seen a 10-year-old girl pregnant in Project 10. Mm. 10, y'all. Tell me what do the... I heard one young lady, I think it was Kay, uh, say she enjoyed sex at an early age. I can understand that. I did, too. I was masturbating, I think, when I was seven with some tissue paper. <laughs> For real. Mm. But, you know, 10, and the, the dude probably still in prison. I think they gave him, like, 45 years. Good. Mm. Her mama failed her. Why are your 10-year-old with a man? That ain't her father. What's wrong with you? Take that child to a grandmama. You got to come out your pocket with your daughters and pay the babysitter. Daycare. Now, was, she, was this one of the boyfriends? Was she picked up on the way home from school? Was she raped at school? A boyfriend. Like, the mama lived with a boyfriend. Been out of prison Jeez, two weeks. Two weeks out of prison. Two weeks out of prison, and she take him in. She had him in the house. Can you Lord. be that desperate? He that went. Is, he didn't want you. He sad. wanted your daughter. That is sad. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm gonna tell you right now. I started having sex at ten, and it wasn't because my mama failed me. It was because I was out of control. And my mama couldn't keep me, and she she didn't know how to deal with my sexual nature because it was so strong, you know. Sometimes it's not the parents. Sometimes we, you know, children children can be very uh, very hard to deal with, especially when you are uninformed. You are uninformed parents trying to raise a child that is uh, probably more informed in that area than you, you know, or whatever the situation may be. Sometimes it's the children. You can't uh, always blame the parent, but that's where faith and prayer come in at. You know, you got to pray over your children, and you got to stay steadfast in your belief that God can do anything but fail. And and I'm I'm not going to say my my mother failed. She didn't fail. She did all that she could do because ain't no manual come out when I came out. No manual to parents is saying how to be the perfect parent. 
and how to, you know, uh, how to raise a child that has these sexual things going on with them. And the child can't explain it. If the mother, my mother was a virgin when she got married. And she only had me uh, two years after she got married. So she was not informed. Her mother didn't teach her about sex. Her mother didn't, you know, she didn't know. She didn't know. And when you don't know, you don't know. So, you know, cut cut the parents some slack. You know, some parents are good parents. It's just that sometimes you're dealing with things that you don't know about. Or you are misinformed about it. That's true. Well, again, I yes. definitely thank you for calling in and bringing that topic up. Much appreciated. Oh, yeah. Yes. Thank you definitely. so much. Oh, yes. yes. Yes, I enjoyed oh, talking to you ladies. Yes. Oh, yes. It definitely. Was awesome. well, we're going to go. Oh, yeah, definitely. We're going to go ahead and take you Oh, yes. Definitely. Thank you. All right. So some claps on it for you. All right. Let's go ahead and and take some more calls. Uh, again, if you're streaming from your phone, all you got to do is just press 1. If you're uh, on an app or a third-party website, link, anything like that, just give us a call at 929-477-3872. And then press 1. Let's take the next caller. Caller in the 229. Uh-oh. Okay. Caller in the 229-310. You're on the air. Who is this? Hi, everybody. My name is LaWanda Kay. And hey, so tonight was a really good, con- a really good conversation. Um, I think my input is um, Jonathan put on the Blacktopia group today that same question. And I told him around three to four, you know, and as well as eight when it starts to get serious. Um, me personally, I was molested, then raped by a family member. And you're right. If you don't never teach your child the right thing to say, if you never teach your child about their problems part, the child would never know. And I think a lot of it comes from our parents not really knowing or our parents being mm-hmm. in a generational curse where it was it was common to cover everything up. It was shameful to let mm-hmm. those secrets out. Um, mm-hmm. I was molested by a, a sibling, and... It was brought on that someone else molested him, and he didn't know. Mm-hmm. In his mind, he didn't think it was it was anything wrong because they never talked mm-hmm. about it. And it's to the point where, mm-hmm. as parents, talk to your children. Make sure they're comfortable, mm-hmm. you know, and tell them, say, hey, you can't talk to me. You can talk to someone else. It was that I lived with my mother. I didn't live with my father, but me and my father have the best relationship. We're best friends. It was to the point where... You know, I was beaten if I told. I was beaten if anything would say. So I had to give the courage, you know, to, to talk to my father. I, I learned in health class that it wasn't right. And I went mm-hmm. to my father, and that's when it stopped. Um, so I, mm-hmm. I tell anybody that I know, I tell my nieces, my nephews, you know, we start at a young age letting them know their parts. You don't, you don't say cookie, you don't say pie, because you're right. If you don't never teach your child the correct thing, 
how we would talk was, it's your purse, it's your pocketbook. That's what I was taught. Mm-hmm. And I would tell, I would say, hey, somebody touched my pocketbook, and they'll look at me like I was crazy. So mm-hmm. those are some very good advice for parents. I always tell parents, never be afraid to talk to your children. Start at a young age. You know, it could be a monthly conversation. You know, just have them talk about it, you know, what's going on. Let them know if you're uncomfortable, it's fine. Don't make them touch anybody I want to touch. Don't let everybody touch them if they don't want to be touched because you will put it in their mind, oh, it's okay. Mom, you know, maybe I'm just the person who's weird because mom says okay to hug this person or mom says okay that this person touches me or, you know, I would tell them, oh, he beats me and, you know, they didn't think nothing of it. It was like, oh, you know, it's fine. But getting those conversations started at a young age and keeping them going as they get older, even when they get grown, um, it downplays mm-hmm. to my sister. You know, she she had it where she was beaten. I had to, you know, sometimes siblings can step in, you know, as a sibling, don't put it all on just your parents. You being a sibling, you can always reach out, talk to somebody, you know, let them know your experiences if you're okay with it. Because some people, you know, are embarrassed. They don't know where to start. And if you're comfortable right. with it, you can really save somebody else's life. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And you're, you calling in tonight, could be the conversation that somebody needs to hear. So I appreciate you being brave enough to call in and even share that information um, because there is potentially someone who needs to to hear it, who needs to talk but did not know where to start. So I appreciate you calling in. And the earlier that we can get those conversations started to be well-informed, Absolutely, and that's why I say we do have to screen our village, and that includes family, because like mm-hmm. you said, this was a sibling who was a victim that became a predator, and that cycle happens mm-hmm. because as a young person, mm-hmm. they don't understand this is wrong. They know it happened to them, so it's okay for me to do that to someone else. Mm-hmm. Right. I thank you so much yes. for calling in with that. Yes, You're thank you. That's- Thank you, thank you. Oh, yes, definitely. Thank you for uh, sharing that, LaWanda. All right. All right. Uh, Is there anything else you wanted to add before we uh, go to the next? No, guys, I really did enjoy your show today. It was very informative. I wish I had the right date because I've been waiting on Wednesdays, and I just find out it's on Tuesday. <laughs> so I, I will be tuning in every week. I want you guys to keep up the good work. I really, really, really enjoyed this show today. Oh, thank well, you next so week. Much. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah, thank next you, week thank is the season finale. Yep, season finale. So, uh, Make sure you uh, check the last episode. Uh, and um, and also, for anything that you missed, LaWanda, you can always go to www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash podcast on demand. And you can listen to the shows that you missed if you, you know want to check out some of the great topics and learn some of the great things that we talked about in the program. I definitely will do. All right. Thank you. And pay attention. Pay attention to the flyers from now on. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, definitely thank you, Lawanda. Uh, 
All right, we're going to go to the next uh, caller to take you out with some claps. All right. Like I said, if you're streaming from your phone, all you have to do is just press 1. If you're streaming from your phone, just press 1. If you're calling for, if you're listening from an app or a third-party website or a link or anything of the other ways to listen to the show and you don't have the number in front of you, that number is 929-477-3872. And then press 1. All right. Caller in the 336-31-oh. Oh, well. All right. <laughs> um. All right. Well, uh, let's just keep this uh, keep this going. Um, I'm gonna pass the mic back to uh, Coach K and Grandma Riri. You know. Well, I definitely appreciate the two callers that um, called in. They had some very valid points, uh, which kind of coincide with the conversation that we were having tonight. Uh, it's just very important that the the biggest takeaway would be to pay attention to your child, to know mm-hmm. their maturity level so that you know exactly when and how and what those sex appropriate, um, so age appropriate sex conversations need to be, um, especially with the second young lady that called in, you know, as early as eight, she had to endure some things that was, not the best for anyone, let alone a child to have to go through all because of something that happened to another young family member who was also uninformed. So they felt like it was okay to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, And she brought up a topic that happens a lot where, where, you know, the, the person that's kind of blowing the whistle is shamed or shunned because, the adults don't want to deal with what's going on. You know, it could be that mm-hmm. that adult had trauma in their life that they don't know how to deal with, or they're just, just don't want to deal with life. So that's uh, one of those sad cases that I'm glad that to date that she's comfortable enough to talk about it, which really does help her talking about it can help not just herself to continue to heal, but can help other people to start the conversations of healing. And it's a very good example of when we do not have those age-appropriate sex conversations with our children, what can happen, mm-hmm. what cycles can begin, and what hurt can come behind it, how it can destroy our children into adulthood, destroy families. So people, if you are listening, please, 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 really sit down. Think about how you can have those conversations. Reach out to myself. I have an adolescent program that I can help you with. You can be a part of it or you can choose to just um, get, get the notes from it after the fact. But I'm more than happy to be a guide and help you with bridging that gap in that conversation of, of having with your children. That's awesome. That's awesome. It's uh, it's it's so detrimental. I I I can't push this enough. It's detrimental to your child if you do not 
build that relationship with your child to where the child feels comfortable coming to talk to you about anything sexual and of a sexual nature is detrimental. Please talk to your kids. Know your kids. Get that bond with your kids because you want them to be able to feel comfortable coming and telling you, Mommy, Daddy, somebody touched me, and I didn't like it, and it, and it, and it made me feel icky or it made me feel some type of way. you got to have these conversations with these kids. They are misinformed. They're going out here having babies. Then you, you now you got babies having babies, and then you uh, stuck raising the baby, or the baby end up in foster care, or not being cared for properly. You have to stay on top of your kids. Stay on top yeah. of what they're doing, who their friends are. All that stuff is so important. Absolutely. And I don't know if we have any more folks calling in. I I'm know we got a lot of ears listening. Don't be afraid to call. Oh, we yes. Be uh, here all <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, so, yeah, hurry up and get it in. And I know some of y'all like to call in at the last minute. So uh, just before it gets to the last minute, call now. Uh, just press 1. Um, and if you're listening on an app or third-party website or any of these other things you can figure out how to listen to it on and you don't have the number, just press 929-477-3872 and then press 1, and we'll bring you on. Um, I, I thought so my mother-in-law was going to call in. Oh, yes. You said you Definitely call in. I, I thought my mother-in-law, she she tried to figure out how to how to uh, listen to the show every week, but she she didn't call in this week. I'm gonna see if she call in next week, maybe. Cause I thought she was gonna yeah. call in. Cause we have more conversations. I like I like this one. Oh yes, yeah, so this is definitely necessary. Oh yes, oh yes. Uh next week is the season finale. How do you all feel about that? I'm excited. Yeah, I'm I'm excited that we touched on so many different topics. That was the the best thing is that it wasn't all just one lane. Um, And we Mm -hmm. had a lot of great people calling in. A lot of great things have been covered. And you may get some fan mail to say, hey, do it again. But I'm excited right. that we got it done. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, just, I'm glad I'm glad that we're able to uh, inform people and 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 to talk about the the hard stuff that people don't don't feel comfortable talking about. And uh, I just want to thank everybody who who called in, whether you were anonymous or not, because everybody's. Uh, opinion matters, and and everybody is not as informed as everybody else is. So please don't don't hesitate to call in and share your experiences because that's uh that's how we grow. Oh yes, true yeah. indeed. Oh yes, oh yes. And that last topic for the season finale 
is uh, about uh, marriage, right? Uh It is. This last topic for our season finale is before I do slash marriage. So these are Mm -hmm. things that you should be considering doing, being ready for before you make your next level of commitment. So super excited about that one, too. for that, though. (laughs) <laughs> I can't wait for that one I love being married You know Coach K I love being married Yeah I know it <laughs> Marriage is a wonderful thing But good gracious If you don't do your work beforehand You are going to be in for a whole surprise like you in it. My first marriage was like that It was like that It's an it awesome it thing Oh yes, oh yes. Yeah, We're looking for uh looking forward to to the show. Um and, and, and everything. Uh well, I well, I gotta think of something special that we gotta do too for the season finale. You gotta we gotta go off with a big bang or something. You know, something make, make it a magical moment, even though it's gonna we make the magic happen every week when we do the show. We, we I just gotta gotta put something something different on it or something for the for the listeners. Yeah. Yes, we do. All right. so y'all definitely want to tune in because you never knew what's gonna be key. You never, never know. <laughs> hmm. Oh yes. Oh yes. Uh, and you know, I definitely thank everybody for uh for listening and um, you know, streaming. You know, uh, you know, during the show, I like to put certain quotes that you know, as you know, I'm on the Facebook wall and. Posting in Blacktopia and things like that, so we can get more people streaming and you know, and more people calling in. It, it definitely works, you know. Get more people listening. What, what the hell? What the hell are you talking about? Let me tune in. But you know, sometimes <laughs> when I make the post, <laughs> you know, some 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 of them don't understand that I'm I'm doing I'm quoting the show. They think it's just a standalone post or something, like a meme or something. They try to answer it, like uh, like one of the people in Blacktopia by the name of uh, Mr. Robin Van uh, Velzen, I believe. He uh, he responded to Grandma Riri when I said, a parent manual don't come out of your vagina. And then he says, there should be a parent training before he put it in your vagina. In other words, you should be, you should before getting children. Uh, Grandma Riri, how do you respond to that? I thought we call into the show. To say it, but uh, as we know, I don't. He, he probably doesn't even know a show is going on right now. But uh, but but definitely, how, how do you respond to that, Grandma Riri? You know, to the to the callers, the listeners. Well, I would I would have to totally agree uh, with the statement, but you know, life does not always turn out that way. You know, and and every everyone has an opinion on uh, what we could do better and what we should do better. And that's definitely one of the things that we that we could do better. Uh, the person that you lay with, you need to to uh, know that person before you lay with them. Now we don't always make the best choices, but if you can possibly hold your nature until you are able to find out who this person really is and what their beliefs are as a parent and where, uh, how they want to raise their children and how they were raised, I think that's important too. 
uh, if you can have a conversation before you sleep with the person, it, I mean, it would be a benefit for your child. I mean, that's who it would it would benefit more than anyone because you you want to uh, pick the right person for, to uh, have children with. I'm telling you, don't make the same mistakes I made. Uh, I, I suffer right now because of the choices that I made as uh, a young adult picking the wrong people to father my children. But I thank God for my children, you know, and uh, we grow on past that. <laughs> we grow, you know, we grow on past the um, the baby daddy phase. There's no more baby daddy. You got to be a parent. And if you don't want to be a parent, then you don't need to be laying down with nobody. And if you want to lay down with them, use protection. Make good choices with your vagina. Make good choices with your penis because it's gonna it's, it's gonna be a lifetime. So you have a lifetime with this person once you lay down with them and you had their baby. You had you have something that they own half of this, this thing, this baby, this child, and uh, you want to know that person because yeah, it could end badly if you don't. You know. Oh yes. True indeed. Well, we got some more callers now. Uh, maybe Mr. Robin called in as well, but let's just see. Let's see who these look. <laughs> this new wave of callers are right quick. All right. Caller in the, uh-oh. All right, let's get this one. Caller in the 720-694. You're on the air. Who is it? This is Jamie Moe. Jamie Moe. How you doing? Hey. I'm doing okay. I was trying to get punched in earlier, but I had got some customers and stuff like that, so I had to pass out for a minute. But I've been listening to the show, and uh, it wasn't until then my really started talking. I heard her, and I said, you know, you go ahead and catch one now. But I've been, I've been, you know, eavesdropping in on the conversation, just landing the text and stuff like that. But one thing that she did get me on was talking about be careful who you let father your children. And, you know, with that being said, I thought that I was careful with the person that fathered my children. Now, the thing is, the father of my kids, he is a wonderful dad. Like, he loves his kids. He takes a time out for his kids. He will move mountains and valley lows for his children. Just when it comes to me, it's a whole different story. I get the 360 end of that to where he just, you know, he talks to me crazy and stuff like that. And I thought that I had things figured out with me and him because me and him were together for like 10 years. Married for five, in a relationship for five. And I thought that I knew this man. It wasn't until like a year after we got married, that's when I started to learn about this man, the way he moves and stuff like that. So just with that being said, I guess it's just the home that he came from. He was used to, you know, dysfunction. Uh, it was a single-parent home. Um, you know, he, you know, she had many uh, many relationships that walked in and out of the kid's life and stuff like that. So with that being said, the one that did stick around used to put his hands on his mama. So with that being said, since he grew up with that, he thought that he can put hands on me, in which that was probably one of the worst decisions this man has ever made in his life because, baby, <laughs> But, yeah, so with that being said, I just thought that I made the right choice with him, and it, 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 it took years to figure out that this wasn't the best choice. 
So I walked away from that. As long as he's a great dad, that's all that matters. And he was saying that he did, uh, Grandma Ruby says he's not in the baby daddy stages anymore. That's all actually for parents and stuff like that. I cannot wait to get on that level. I, I've been counting down the days. I've got, I've got uh, nine years, eight months, two weeks, five days, 18 hours, and 27 seconds left until my children turn 18, and I don't have to deal with baby daddy at all. You know what I'm saying? But until then, I'm going to have to keep communication with them. It'll probably be even a little shorter. Uh, just because when they get up in age to the teenage years, about, about 15, 16 years old, they, they're pretty much independent and stuff like that. And they'll, they'll be able, he'll be able to call them on their phone, and they, we don't have to, you know, really tap in with me. Um, his problem is, since he thinks that he has kids with me, that my vagina belongs to him and him alone just because, you know, we, we did have the children, but um, he's going to have to take that up with God because my pussy has nothing to do with him in, at this point. <laughs> so, you know, I have to go on over here with my coochie and, 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 and give samples out. <laughs> I know that's right. <laughs> <laughs> right. You, you're, you're absolutely right. You just don't, you you feel like you know somebody and, and so you feel comfortable with fathering or having them father your child, and and then things change. So, yes, because mine is not mine, much mine to do. The six year mark, the rapid six year mark. That's when stuff started turning for the worst. So I mean, you, you can sit here and you could take time with that person, and you know you think that you will have things figured out with the person like within two years. But that, that ain't even enough time, you know what I'm saying? So I, apparently six years ain't enough time either. So, I mean, I really, it's, it's really like a hit and miss with that. And that's probably why I won't engage in or try to go for a relationship now. I tried to do that after, you know, me and him broke up and, and that ended because my boyfriend's uh, wife found out about <laughs> about me. And, and that didn't end through this. I'm like, you know what, just forget it. You know, I'm just, I'm just gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to do me, just do me and just, you know, dip and dip, and and that's what it is, and that's what it's been for the past two years now. Just I get in and I get out. I don't I don't try to stick around. I don't spend a night. I don't cuddle. I don't do shit. I get in, get what the fuck I want, and get the fuck out. That's all I do. If you catch feelings, that's that that sounds like a me problem, not a weak problem. I don't I don't I don't I don't I don't, I don't know what's going on right there. <laughs> God, there, that yeah. was Great 99? I believe I you do. Sorry, I'm trying to work in for y'all. So we only got, yeah, so we got a couple. Did you want a couple of these? You want four? Okay. Okay, so yeah, that's just, um, that's just where I'm coming from Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for calling in. And I think is uh is is uh, first of all, let me applaud you uh for your great choices. You know. And um I and shout out to the to the Yes. Applaud. Shout out to the to the uh men who are not out there trying to use their baby mama's vagina. Uh, after they have broken up and using the kids as a pawn, you know, to get yeah. sex and, and and whatnot, you know, and yeah. and you know, and 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 shout out to the fa- the fathers who 
are able to get past we are no no longer together, you know, because that's that's very important for the child to be able to know that, yeah, even though mom and dad aren't together, they they get along. They get along from and, my and sake. That's, that's all I want. I just want to get along. I want to co-parent, you know, and just be really open as far as when it comes to them. And that's going to be the downfall of at least 90% of uh, couples that break up and there's children involved. It's it's all you, you can, it's it's hard to find. I'm not just saying, oh, let me go get pregnant by him and break up and then hopefully you good. It's not one of those. But I'm just speaking for people in general. You know, when you know when shit just doesn't work out, I would still want to be cordial with you so that we can try to raise these kids. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, me and you was a problem, but these kids are not a problem. You know, because they didn't actually be here. So we both have to pick up a responsibility. And, and, and do something like, and I'm so cool with it to where he can have girlfriends around my kids. Hey, holidays right around the corner. My kids are accepting Christmas gifts. So if 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 the chick is with you, she's with my kids. She baby, you gonna raise these kids? How you doing? Keep it soft. So all of this. So we got a lot of ninety nine cent ones. Did you want one? I'm listening. Y'all can continue to talk. This baby. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Oh, yeah, right. definitely, Jamie. We appreciate it. Let's go on to the next caller. Thank you. Jamie, is there anything you want to plug right, right quick before we get to the next call? All right. Definitely. Thank you, Jamie Mo. You awesome. I'm sorry. I got so much going on right now. So, yeah, just. Just yeah, I'm, I'm gonna continue to listen and everything. I'm just in the background, just trying to blend in. So yeah, you're going to the next call. I'm sorry for wasting y'all's time. I'm trying to multitask, talk to y'all, ring a register, and talk at the same time. So forgive me when I just kind of have my side conversations, but I'm still listening to pay attention. Oh yeah, appreciate you. Oh yes. All right, let's go to the next caller. Uh, and like I said, if you're streaming from your phone, all you got to do is just press one, and we'll bring you on. Uh, let's go to the next caller. Caller in the seven one eight three one four. You on the air? Who is this? The name is Robin Van Velsen. Yes, thank you for uh, pronouncing that right for me, brother. Let me go ahead and throw some cheers on it for you. Welcome to the show. Definitely, thank you for calling in. I, I called you out so you can so you took the bait. <laughs> Yes, I, I was not aware that you were having a show, but, you know, I'm very grateful that you considered me. Oh, yes, definitely. Thank you for uh, for, for commenting on the post and calling into the show. So, uh, so yeah, the floor is yours. Well, um, just give me some confirmation. Is the subject um, what person should be prepared for in terms of parenting or is it more about relationships as a whole? Uh, actually, the, the show itself is about uh, relationships as a whole, but we also break into subcategories. Uh, the topic for this particular episode was about when should it, uh, when is a good time to talk to your kids about sex and things like that. So uh, that was the main topic of this particular episode and then that branched off into Grandma Riri saying, you know, a, a, a instruction manual, don't just come out your vagina when you have your children. 
And uh, so then it, it branched off into that. But you're welcome to, you know, bring that up, you know, the, uh, you know, about the parenting and, 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 and the choices that we make before becoming parents as, as you spoke on the post. Well, yes. Um, in listening to some of the comments, what I've, what I want to do is share some perspective. Uh, in general, I think one of the things that weakens relationship is this perspective of men. Men are socialized or conditioned in a very bad way. Men think they should be players. Rather than seeing that, you know, if a woman does not have value to you in the future, meaning if a woman is not going to be wife material, you should really be thinking hard whether you should be having any relationship with such a woman. Not that the woman may be bad or anything, but whether she suits your expectations in terms of building a family. So, firstly, as men, we start out on the wrong footing. And then we do not think that we should be preparing to be parents and thinking about the things that we have to do. And, you know, that is something that sets us off bad. And from the time we start going bad, and sometimes the women are not very keen or they're very keen, but we have misled them, everything starts to go haywire. Do women make mistakes also? Yes. I'm yet to understand why would a woman get a child for a man who she knows cannot even support himself, much less a child. Those are the things that really have me thinking, well, what can we do to inform people to point them to the right direction? I don't know what would your response would be towards my comments. Well, you bring up a, a very good point, um, and too often people get into that situation when they have something that's missing from, for whatever reason, we call them broken or damaged or whatever, um, but it happens. But just like the young lady that called in, sometimes you could have it all planned out, all mapped up. You feel like you know somebody, and you have a child and things just switch. Um, and that comes with, honestly, knowing somebody is knowing their intentions. And so when I talk to any of my clients, um, I always want to know, do they know their partner's intentions? Because someone who's doing horrible right now but has the intentions of being the best version of them and supporting themselves, supporting their family, you can't just count them out because in that moment they're not where you want them to be. Somebody who's not where they need to be and their intentions are to stay there, then we do need to be more conscious and okay with just leaving them there and moving on and stop falling into this false sense of love or lust. And that comes with what we did not receive as genuine love um, as a child. So we just accept whatever it is that looks like it. So you bring up a very valid point. 
Well, yes, I, I think discussions like these are, are very essential in our community because I do not think that our people are very conscious or conditioned to some of the more important requirements of building a family or even building a strong family. So we take relationships in a very casual and not serious manner, and therefore we do not give our best in terms of developing relationships and also maintaining relationships because people can start out and develop a relationship because there's a novelty there. But as time goes by and it becomes routine and, as you said, people are not thinking ahead about what they want for the future, things start to go, you know, sideways. Things start to go down. So that there is need within our community to orient people towards having purpose, having a vision, having that says that we want to go to the next level each and every day. No, that is not easy. Because to get people to change their outlook, to get people to really focus on what is important is a very difficult thing. Mm-hmm. And I admire your courage in trying to create an environment where people can recognize their deficiencies and make a conscious effort towards a transformation. As we sit here and discuss these things, it seems simple or even straightforward, but in reality, we are embarking on one of the most difficult tasks that there is, and that is to change people and to change the minds of people. At this moment, I yield to you. Well, I definitely appreciate you calling in and giving great perspective. Um, it's absolutely necessary that we start to build, and especially in our community, a better realm of being, set our own standards a lot higher, start leading by example instead of coming down in the trenches and trying to pull people up. Um, one program I put together was it's geared towards women and it's called On Your Ish Sis. It's a boot camp that puts the rod back in some women's backs, helps them find their voice, and so they don't settle. So we'll continue to fight that fight and work that work. So thank you for calling in. Okay, thank you for having me. And I'm thank wishing you, so. you all success on your endeavors. Uh, thank yes, thank uh, thank Robin. Yeah, definitely. Thank you. Thank you for being a part of Blacktopia. Thank you for calling in to uh, Love and Sexology 101. And uh, next week is the season finale. And, uh, yeah, so we're going to go on ahead to the next caller. Uh, uh, Robin, where are you calling from, by the way? I'm calling from Queens, New York. Oh, okay. Where, where, where are you from originally, if you don't mind me asking? No, I am originally from Guyana. Oh, okay. D- definitely. All right. Well, uh, 
Well, definitely thank you for being a part, and uh, and, and, and we appreciate your call. Let's, let's throw some claps on it for you. All right. Thank you, Robin. Let's go on to the next caller. Okay. Whoever that caller was that was waiting and hung up, uh, you're welcome to call back. Uh, like I said, we take everybody in order. So, you know, and the caller is, you know, still, I mean, you know, we, we, we take everybody. So just be patient. All right. Be patient. Uh, if you're streaming from an app or a third-party website or a link or anything like that, just give us a call at 929 929- Four seven seven three eight seven two, and then press one. If you're streaming from your phone, all you have to do is just press one, and we'll bring you on. Uh, we're about to wrap up very soon, so if you want to hurry up, hurry up and get it in right quick. And yeah, so speak now or or wait till the season finale next week. So uh, and that's gonna yeah, be just, a good one. Yes. Oh, yes. And actually, some of the things um, that we hit on tonight, uh, we'll probably be talked to in more depth on next week. Oh, yes. Definitely. Definitely. Uh, well, you know, um, while I'm waiting for another caller, uh, if if we're getting another caller tonight, um, I just want to ask uh, ask you both, uh, do you have any, what are your plans for a New Year's Eve? By the way, so well, I'm gonna be my in plans. For... <laughs> I won't be in church. I will be where I have been for the last twenty plus years, trying to stay up <laughs> before the ball drop. But so New Year's oh, Eve. Yeah, I try not to. But this New Year's Eve. Um, will be the fourth day of my um, The Power of You Emergence webinar. It's a four-day webinar series that starts on the 28th of December and ends on the 31st of December. And it's four very vital and important topics that I want to give to everyone who signs up so that they walk into 2021 the best version of themselves with a clear head, open mind, um, and ready to just take it head on. You know, the, it's bent, not broken. Um, the, gener- the curse cannot hold me. The foundational truth, and then day four is the power of you. So I will be teaching and talking on New Year's Eve, and then that night I would be trying my best to not fall asleep. <laughs> oh, yes. That's now, for anybody, oh, yes. And uh, for anybody that uh, that are looking for something to do and, uh, and and plan to stay up to watch the ball drop, uh, I'll be doing a New Year's Eve special here on blogtalkradio.com forward slash podcast on demand. And that special is, the name of it is, I don't have the title in front of me, but uh, I'm calling it the I'm staying my black ass in the house where it's safe, New Year's Eve special. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so, uh, so definitely call on in. 
We're going to be playing music. We're going to have special guests. We're going to have people calling in, you know. And, uh, so it's going to be from 2.30 to 1.30, uh, you know, so you get to, if you want to spend the New Year's, ringing in the New Year's on the network, uh, you know, you, you're definitely welcome to call in, shout out, you know, talk New Year's resolutions, New Year's plan, and uh, and hopefully we all uh, make it. To, we made it out of 2020 alive. You know, unfortunately, this was a, 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 a I can't have a thesaurus in front of you. This was a very something year, and it, you know, it, it took a lot of people with it, and you know, a lot of tragic things happened. But uh, well, we're still going to celebrate, and you know, and and have a good time. So definitely call in, call in New Year's Eve to this network nine two nine four seven seven three eight seven two. And uh, and then press one so you can so you can chat it up with me, and uh, and the rest of the people that'll that'll be on the line and chatting it up and so yeah and 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 Grandma Riri and Coach K if you guys are available you're welcome to to, to jump on in as well and and plug and promote and talk New Year's resolutions and all of that. Sounds like a fun I idea. Sounds like a plan. Oh yes, definitely, and. Uh, yeah, and you know what? I haven't seen a lot of people making uh you know, you know, when it gets close to the end of the year, you know, people say these say these things like, Oh, next year's my year. Oh, next year's my I haven't seen posts like that recently. I guess everybody's saying people are beaten down. I think people are still still in this shock of what to do. You know, people are still not working. You got mortgages that are due, people looking to get put out trying to feed their children so mm-hmm. it's literally they're not even thinking about what we're going to do next year is will I have my lights on tomorrow or just the depression yeah. of the state of where we are as a whole so mm-hmm. if it, as much as we can even if you make sure you put something up that someone can see it and latch on to that positivity that's what's going to be necessary because we see the negativity every day. We see what this has done. But in the grand scheme of things, there are a lot of positive things out here happening. It's easier to latch on to what's not happening than what is. Right. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But I got some plans for 2021, so I'm all the way ready. I'm, look, I got stuff to do. <laughs> definitely, definitely. All right. Um all right, so uh, yeah, we're about to we're about to wrap it up. Uh you know, if we, if we, anybody wants to make that last minute call, you're welcome to do so. Press one and we'll bring you on. You know, last minute we only got uh, you know about ten minutes left. All right. Coach, uh, well, actually, this is the start with Grandma Riri. Grandma Riri, is there anything you want to plug, anything you want to say, last-minute words? Uh, I want to thank everybody for calling in. And, uh, and I just want to uh, thank Coach K for all her wonderful information. Tonight's show was a very successful show, and thank you so much, some guy named Jay. In uh, the walls around me, my book. It's uh it's it's a very inspirational book. It talk uh I talk about in the book 
uh, how I got over. And and uh, it's a lot of great information in the book, The Walls Around Me. So uh, you can get that on Amazon. You can hit me in my inbox, on my Grandma Riri page on Facebook, uh, if you're interested in that book. Oh, yes, definitely get that. Definitely, thank you. Thank you, Grandma Riri, for... Uh for all the great times you've given us on this on this program. Uh Coach mm-hmm. K. Anything you'd like to say? I know you have so many you want to plug and just just plug away. <laughs> well, I first want to thank you both for um an amazing past seven weeks and I'm excited, you know, we have our grand finale coming up. I wanna thank everybody that's been calling in and being so open about communicating about the different topics that we have. So thank you all for being open and vulnerable to us. Um, For any parents or anyone who is an idol or a role model to a child, I hope that this topic resonates with you and you start those conversations. And, of course, if you need that help, definitely reach out to me. Um, My number is 804-967-4551. You can always visit my website, which is loveandintimacy101.com. If there's any ladies out there that feel like they just need that extra help, that extra push and vote of confidence in themselves, I encourage you to check out the Own Your Ish Sis Boot Camp, five weeks of topics to help you to find your voice, find confidence in yourself. Um, And you can go to ownyourishsis.com and get more information on that. If you ever are in the market, any singles out there who's looking for a special someone, I have a virtual speed dating event coming up on December the 10th. It is only a $5 entry, and it's extremely fun. It is open to people all over the U.S., so if you're interested in that, definitely reach out. On Instagram, you can find me at CoachK101, and that's C-O-A-C-H-K-A-Y-101, you will be able to find all of my contact information about events there. And, again, I cannot wait till we get back together next week for another amazing episode. Oh, yes, definitely same here. And uh, definitely can't wait. Looking forward to it. And um, all right. You know, you don't have to go home, but you got to get off this thing. Good night, and join us for the season finale next week. Good night. Thank you. Thank you. Good night.